It's the Feast of the Nativity of the Lord. Welcome to today's Christmas cast. From the Life of Christ by Fulton Sheen. Of every other child that is born into the world, friends can say that it resembles his mother. This was the first instance in time that anyone could say that the mother resembled the child. This is the beautiful paradox of the child who made his mother. The mother, too, was only a child. It was also the first time in the history of the world that anyone could ever think of heaven as being anywhere else than somewhere up there. When the child was in her arms, Mary now looked down to heaven. In the filthiest place in the world, a stable, purity was born. He, who was later to be slaughtered by men acting as beasts, was born among beasts. He who would call himself the living bread descended from heaven was laid in a manger, literally a place to eat. Centuries before, the Jews had worshipped the golden calf and the Greeks the ass. Men bowed down before them as before God. The ox and the ass now were present to make their innocent reparation, bowing down before their God. There was no room in the inn, but there was room in the stable. The inn is the gathering place of public opinion, the focal point of the world's moods, the rendezvous of the worldly, the rallying place of the popular and the successful. But the stable is a place for the outcasts, the ignored, the forgotten. The world might have expected the Son of God to be born, if he was to be born at all, in an inn. A stable would be the last place in the world where one would have looked for him, Divinity is always where one least expects to find it. No worldly mind would ever have suspected that he who could make the sun warm the earth would one day have need of an ox and an ass to warm him with their breath, that he who, in the language of scriptures, could stop the turning about of Arcturus would have his birthplace dictated by an imperial census, that he who clothed the fields with grass would himself be naked, that he, from whose hands came planets and worlds, would one day have tiny arms that were not long enough to touch the huge heads of the cattle, that the feet which trod the everlasting hills would one day be too weak to walk, that the eternal word would be dumb, that omnipotence would be wrapped in swaddling clothes, that salvation would lie in a manger, that the bird which built the nest would be hatched therein. No one would ever have suspected that God coming to this earth would ever be so helpless, and that is precisely why so many miss him. Divinity is always where one least expects to find it. If the artist is at home in his studio because the paintings are the creation of his own mind, if the sculptor is at home among his statues because they are the work of his own hands, if the husbandman is at home among his vines because he planted them, and if the father is at home among his children because they are his own, then surely, argues the world, he who made the world should be at home in it. He should come into it as an artist into his studio and as a father into his home, but... For the Creator to come among his creatures and be ignored by them, for God to come among his own and not be received by his own, for God to be homeless at home, that could only mean one thing to the worldly mind. The babe could not have been God at all. 
and that is just why it missed him. Divinity is always where one least expects to find it. The Collect of the First Mass of Christmas. Let us pray. O God, who have brightened this most holy night with the splendor of the true light, grant, we beseech you, that we may know in heaven the joy of that light which we have known mystically on earth. Oremus, Deus qui hanc sacratissimam noctem veri luminis fecisti illustratione clarescere, da quesimus, ut cuius lucis mysteria in terra coniovimus, eus quoque gaudiis in cielo per fruamur, qui tecum vivit et regnat in unitate spiritu sancti Deus per omnia secula seculorum. Amen. <laughs>